This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. That's right. We do a podcast. Al, Eddie puts his fingers up. That means we're good or could mean something else. Who knows? Al, what's up? We are rolling, Jerry. So today we were supposed to go uh, on the boat. Tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, right. Tomorrow. We I mean, were you supposed go today to go. if you want. We were supposed <laughs> to go on the boat tomorrow and then to dinner. And uh, uh, Gio had a family member that got uh, COVID, so he's working from home. So really, he's the fishing guy. So because he won't be able to join us, we've canceled the fishing portion, por- portion, and portion. we're doing the dinner. We are at 5 o'clock. Lovely. Which I got to tell you, I know I didn't want Gio's family member getting COVID, but this was one of those things that even at the age of 52, I've spent my entire life regretting agreeing to do things. And this was one of those. I'm sure it was. I wasn't letting myself do it. You're right. And you, you agreed to just go to dinner, yeah. which is what I should have done. There was a communication uh, breakdown between Gina and I. I thought she was going to be able to watch my dog. She thought it was next week. She could not watch my dog tomorrow. So I had no game plan walking Oof, in this morning, Jerry, that I was going to leave my house at 3 a.m. Wednesday and not return until 7.30 p.m. Ugh. Was I going to have the uh, my dog walker come three times? I don't know. I had no game plan, that, Jerry. Yes, that would have been what you would have had to have done. And then I had I had this guilt that I like even to bring the dog walker in three times, the guilt of that I've left this dog home alone. Well, that you got to get over. But that's what I, that's what I'm wondering. Like, do you, animals you're, you're not care? Vacation, right? Yeah, but in that case, I would take her to a uh, like I take her to this woman who watches greyhounds. So she goes. It's like this greyhound oasis where there's greyhounds roaming around, and so she's amongst her people. Yeah. But this would have been just like the dog in the house by herself, which yeah. I'm sure she doesn't mind. No, I think this is like when Gina stays with you for a week and then goes home. <laughs> and so then you, you look Whimsy's at the condo like, and you're like, <laughs> that's right. So you think Whimsy's like, oh, I get some time to myself. Yeah, I do. And see, I think she's she misses me when I'm not there. Yeah. And I had a dog guilt. She might miss you a little bit, but guess what happens? And guess what goes away when you come home? The guilt and all that goes away for you and her missing you is over. It is, right? Yes, of course it is. Why would you think anything else? But let me ask you this more importantly. Why at the age of 52, I've spent a lifetime 
And even more so, when I, especially when I turned 50, which is now two years ago, Oof. I said to myself, I'm only going to do things that I want to do. And yet you don't. And yet I still agree to do. And, and it's a common thing because you'll see memes and social media posts about people getting excited when plans get canceled. Yes. What, what about us being humans makes us I, make the plans in the first place? I think the, not fear, the, you don't want to disappoint people. And I think like when you see Boomer who's got this really great idea, at least in his mind, and he's he's into it, you're kinda like, Yeah, all right, it's fine. It's two months from now, it's fine. We'll do, we'll right. do it. Right. No problem. But then two months shows up quickly. And you never wanted to do it. And I've actually taken advice from you and I wasn't gonna get roped into going on a boat. I don't want to go on a boat. I'm on a cruise ship. I'm not buying this hole. There's gonna be no swaying back and forth. I don't buy it. I'm good. And the other other thing too was I knew I had to go to Rutgers basketball practice or I might have to. I didn't want to get caught in a situation like I did Wednesday night by saying I go to dinner and then I reschedule a baseball game and I got to be at Rutgers. I'm supposed to be in three places at one time. I ultimately fell back on what I committed to first. And that was dinner. But I feel terrible. I'm not coaching my team. I'm not going to, you know, it's like, so it's like, I think we do things because we don't want to disappoint people and then you regret them later. Right. Now, I am actually looking forward to dinner because yeah, that, that I like to do. Okay. I like to go to dinner. It's not, it's only 30 minutes from my house. Especially five o'clock. Five o'clock dinner, 30 minutes from my house. I am in for that. Five o'clock is going to allow me to get to the end of my game, too. Perfect. Game doesn't start till 6.30. But it's just weird like that we, we as a species, human beings, continue to set plans for things we ultimately want canceled. Yeah, I or don't want to do. And I always would make plans far in advance. But even then, like, as you get older, those... The time goes by so quickly, so to say, oh, uh, this is at the end of what Gotta December? Start rethinking things, right? It goes quickly. You're all of a sudden there at the at the plans you you really didn't want to do. No question about it. But I'll be excited to see you at dinner though tomorrow night. I Jerry. will be there. I already was looking at the menu. I'm ordering a steak. Yeah, what is that all about? What? Well, who's looking at menus before you go to the restaurant? Oh, that's quite popular to Why? do now. Doesn't that take the fun away from actually getting the menu when you get there and then see? Hmm, let's see what this place has. Yeah. Like, I'm going to a place Friday night that I've been to only once, and it was like five, six years ago, maybe longer. Like, I'm looking forward to a new play, even though it's not new, new. I've only been there once, and it was a while ago. Like, I'm looking forward to going. I'm not going to look up their menu. It'll be what it is, and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, I guess I got into the habit of looking up menus for places where I wanted to go to dinner. <clears throat> not where I was already invited to go to dinner, but Just where I was choosing you, I gotcha. to make sure there was something there that I'm going to spend my money it better be on something I'm interested now, in. Now, don't lie to me when I ask you this. You're sure you're not looking up the menu because that cuts down on the time you're there and you can get back to your condo faster. Possibly. <laughs> I possibly do that as there well. There could be truth to that. Yes. That's funny. Um, I was watching, you know, my the 90 Day Fiance show that I watched. I'm very sorry to hear that. It's uh, This one's called The Other Way. It's where they move to a foreign country. So the one woman, her uh, her fiance lives in India. Oh, good. Lord. And so they're they're filming in India now, and this guy lives in a place in India where there is an American guy, American woman, American woman marrying an Indian man, correct? And moving. See now, this sounds funny to me. Yes, this is gonna sound funny to you. I would be more apt to watch that than I would this nonsense of them coming here, right? Because I would find it fascinating as an American seeing what a job. I don't care what adjustments they have to make yeah, right. here. Our place is awesome. But this to is see America. what it's like to go live abroad somewhere, right? That would interest me a little bit more, right? So this woman, uh, and they have a, a wide age difference. She's sixty three; he's thirty three. 
I'm sorry. Excuse yeah. me. Yes, which in India, you, you're raising eyebrows here in America. In India, it's it's a real big deal Oof. in the Indian culture. But when they are out and about in India, getting a coffee, sitting down to talk in the park, there are monkeys everywhere, as if like cats run around around here. Squirrels. Yeah. And the woman is like, because uh, the monkeys will just be staring at you. They want your food. You know, and he's like, they're not going to bother you. The monkeys will not bother you. And she's like, this monkey's giving me dirty looks. But I'm trying to think, would I like to live in a place? Because I do love monkeys. Would I like to live in a place where monkeys were running around like we have squirrels Why don't you take Gina on a vacation to India, see if you like it? I would not. Well, I mean, you you want to know if you would like living there. I mean, go see. But what do you do if the monkey does get aggressive? I have no idea. Right. I don't know. What well, do you, what do you do if a, if a stray dog gets aggressive? Yeah. You fight it. Right, but I'm not going into a place where there's 30 stray dogs walking around in one small area. Where all these monkeys are just in the park. I don't know the answer to that. I really, I don't looking know. Looking for food. I don't know. Feed it? Run back into Starbucks in India and buy a bunch of croissants? I but, don't and know. And all of a sudden, it might get like how the pigeons get. All of a sudden, 100. Then throw it and run. There, <laughs> you monkeys, fight for this yourself. I have no idea. I do, yeah. I've never been in that situation. I don't even know where to begin. But the guy from India was pretty confident that, for the most part, these monkeys... They leave you alone. They, yeah, they leave you alone. Well, he's used to it. He's used to it, right. I could see her, his being, culture. her eyes wide open, like, what yes. is this? Plus, she's 63. She doesn't want to be attacked by a monkey, what is Jerry. The point? Was she rich? No. So why is a, is a 33-year-old man... Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and by the way, this could go both ways. A yes, and, and, and it does. It goes both ways so uh, yes. on the show. But what would a 33-year-old man from India yeah. want with a 63-year-old American woman? I guess he was, uh, how this relationship started, he was bored at work and he created a fake profile and was chatting with American women. She chatted with him. They met up. He was not who he said he was and they still fell in love. What did he say? He was 65? No, I, uh, you know, I don't know what is. That's a good question. I don't that's know really what he was pretending to be. Yeah. yeah. Because that's like, it's like Catherine McVie. Yes. And what's his name? David. Uh, I forget his last name. But yeah, whoever, whatever his last name is. Like, he's significantly older than her. Very similar Record to what you're producing. saying. He might even be 70. Right. And they just had a kid a year ago or so. And I'm not saying, and I, I do believe they're both rich. So it's not like either one was marrying right. the other for the money. Like, they legit seem like they're in love, and that's great. But my God, you got to be thinking, like, how much time do you have with him? I can't even say in his prime where he's walking. Right. Well, that's what the Indian parents are saying. They're saying, first of all, like I was saying, in India, it's very sure. tradition. It's a very traditional country, and a uh, you get married to have children and have a family. So that's already off the table. Absolutely. And the Indian mother is saying, in f- just look 15 years ahead. I know. You like so she's 63 now in 15 years she'll be 78. Then what? But that's and that's exactly my point. Yeah. She is married to what the hell's her name? Yeah, I bet it's David, David Foster. David Foster. And David Foster is he's got a daughter as old as his wife. Oh, for sure. Oh, that's the wrong name. Hold on. I'm gonna I gotta get this now because I'm I think I'm pretty sure he's in his seventies. I'm almost certain of yeah. it. Yeah. David Foster is I'm gonna say late sixties. Seventy one mm. and turning seventy two next week. Ooh. Think about it. And oh. she's thirty three. 
Yeah. She's very pretty. She's gorgeous. She's pretty, dude. She was on that show Scorpion. And which I know is a really her. good show for three years. I actually know her before her acting when she was on American Idol. She was a contestant on American Idol. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, that's why she got popular. That's yes, she's a singer. But so he's seventy one. They've got a one year old. Okay. Are you gonna see him in college? High school? No, she'll have another husband. It's really tough. And I get passes. living in the moment. I do. I honestly do. I've got a calendar all about living in the moment. You do. But it's like, I don't know. Man. That's a tough one to get wrapped up in. So, difficult. Hmm. You ever think about difficult. marrying a 90-year-old? Nope. <laughs> Live for the moment, Al. <laughs> a rich 90-year-old. <laughs> oh, now you got something. <laughs> Make sure she puts my name on all her documents. That's right. <laughs> uh, if anyone out there is, lis- is interested in listening to a uh, podcast, I- I've recommended this to you, Jerry. The- uh, Joe Rogan talking to... Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Which was from last week, right? Last week, or maybe even two weeks ago now. Oh, okay. Uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta is the health uh, expert and on air at CNN. Right. And he and Joe Rogan for three hours, Jerry. Oh, my God, help me. Go back and forth about COVID, <laughs> debating cool. COVID, and COVID and uh, vaccines, and in children, and in teens, and in adults, and in the elder. A couple things jumped out at me from this podcast. One, Dr. Sanjay Gupta said that 42% of the U.S. population is obese or severely obese. Yeah. Or morbidly. They use morbidly obese. There's no way you're considered obese. I am, though. According to the government, I am. I I just am. If I pull out the chart, I am. That doesn't so make any sense. That's why, to me, I'm surprised the number's not higher than that. Right. Because I don't know too many people in my life, kids I, um, talking about people that I work with, people that I uh, talk to on my day-to-day life. The number, the percentage is higher than that. It just is. I'm going to find out right yeah. now. Now, who who does that? The um, CDC? CDC, Jerry. CDC guidelines. Okay. What is obese? Dr. Gupta. What do you think it is? For, let's say, you're how tall? Six foot? I am 5'11". Okay. So let's say, i got to find this now. Oh, see, now this is Are you me... looking at BMI, the yeah, body mass BMI. index? Yeah, that's... I that's... don't know. I think that's what they use to say whether you're obese or not. That's the chart. You get your number on there. Yeah, it's it's the BMI between 25 and 29 is overweight. Over 30 is, is obese. Yeah. Obese is such a mean word. You're you're more <laughs> morbidly obese must mean that you're obese enough to have very bad health things happen sure. to you. Sure, morbidly obese is a hundred pounds overweight. Because morbid means dead, right? Well, morbid, it means it means you're about to die. Deadly obese. Yes, correct. Exactly. Let's see. Over, see, everything is BMI. Yeah. I know I've seen charts because I've showed you them. Yes, where you thought, where you were considering yourself obese. Well, the I'm chart not considering, the government considers me obese. <laughs> it does. Joe Biden considers you obese, Jerry. I, I know, the I know, government. I know, I know, I know, I know. So it's good. It's uh, Joe Rogan and Dr. Gupta. Really interesting. Uh, but what's crazy about that uh, argument back and forth, it was a friendly argument. Right. And it was it was a very interesting debate. No matter the side of COVID and vaccines that you're on, you'll find it interesting. Okay. Because they're both represented. All right. So anything fairly. over 190 is obese for, for my height. For what is your height? Five. I'm, a, I'm about I'm just about five nine. Okay. 
So according to this, anything over one ninety, and right now I'm one ninety four. So you're obese, and I'm heavy. I, I am right now. For my, for me, the good number for me is about one seventy five. So I know I'm twenty pounds over. I know that, but obese, right? I don't feel like I'm obese. You're not I'm obese. heavy. Jump, but I'm not obese. You're heavier than you want to be, but you're not obese. Hundred percent. And for you, what'd you say you are? I'm five eleven. Five eleven. So over two oh eight. If I'm over 208, that's when I'm obese? That's what this says. Oh, I could eat like crazy. I think. Hold on. I might be reading Jerry, I could wrong. eat. I could have 40. I could put on 40 pounds. According to this, yeah. 45 pounds. All I right. could put on 45 pounds. So hold on. So you're 5'11", right? <laughs> and give me your weight. 163. Your BMI randomly is 22. Okay. Is that normal, average? Yeah, you're, for you, all right. So for this height and weight. A normal BMI, you are right in the middle, is between 133 and 178. Okay. But oh that's God. what's funny. Yeah, so you're perfect. So, but, but I would be normal, think about this, Jerry. Yes. At 135. Yes. That's insane. I agree. That's why some of these things make no sense. When I was back, uh, the lowest I was was 143. Right. I looked gaunt. Yeah, I'm sure you were. What if I dropped another 10 pounds? I would still be in my healthy BMI. My BMI is 29.9. Obese, 30. Ooh, so you're just, you under, you're just under obese, uh, Jerry. Well, come on. Don't eat a snack today. That doesn't count. 29.9 to 30? Yeah. Uh, that's clutch. You're uh, borderline. Yes. You're hanging on the borderline. Oh, i got to get moving here. Close I gotta, to the borderline. This is not good. So now it's telling me i got to be... Uh, so, okay, this is interesting. So because of this BMI... I am considered on the borderline of overweight and obese. Being overweight slash obese may increase the risk of certain health conditions, including cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes. You're, oh, my Lord. This COVID. is basically telling me I'm about to die. Yeah, you, sir, will die. Here's what, here's what my my height and weight yeah. should be. I'm sorry, for this height, my weight should be. This is absurd. <laughs> what do you think it is? 172. What do you know? What, what should be the range be? Oh, uh, for your oh, if I uh, I'm going to say they're going to give you from one thirty to one sixty five, one twenty one to one sixty three. <laughs> so to get to the top of what I should weigh to the yeah. top level, I have to lose thirty one pounds, <laughs> and that's to be considered just close to overweight. Right. Come on, can you imagine if I weighed one twenty one? Screen grab your BMIs and send them to me and Holy Jerry on Twitter. Moly. We want to see what you people are looking like. That is unbelievable. Man, what a fat ass, huh? Hmm. Wow. wonder what Gio's BMI is. Boomer's BMI. Well, let's see. Gio is what? Is he six foot? I don't know. Let's say he, let's just say he's six foot. I All think right. he might be. And now we know he's gotten he's not now because he's lost weight. So at the height he was what, two forty, he said? Yes. So at two forty Let's see. He would have... See, again, this is what I don't get. His BMI would have only been, not only, but 32.5. So not much higher than yours. No. Check this one in, Jerry. Are you ready? This is fun, yeah. Height. Yep. Seven foot four. (laughs) I can't put in Grenoble fronds. Well, we don't... There's a matter where he's from. Seven four. White, 525 pounds. He's so stupid. What's his BMI? 47.7. <laughs> is he obese, Andre the Giant? It actually says dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's obese. What do you think? So, oh, oh, uh, oh, crap. Morbidly obese or just obese? It just says obese. So, 
So at seven foot four, you could be five hundred twenty-five pounds and, and just, be, just obese. be obese. Exactly Good for Andre. Isn't he that funny? Fit. It's too funny. He was fit, Jerry. He was well. He's fit, fat. Seven fat foot fit. four, five hundred twenty-five pounds too from funny. Grenoble, France. <laughs> I like to get all the wrestlers. I don't remember what Big John Stud height was, but he was not. He was a large man. But he wasn't, like, fat. No. No, 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 no. But he was a big man. He was a big guy. Yes. Big John Stud. My God. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. We'll be back here tomorrow on a Wednesday. Sounds good to me. And until then, enjoy this warm-up show from this morning. It's still fresh. We made it today. Yeah. It's like if we baked bread today. We baked You'll bread. consume it today. It's still fresh. All right? I want to come up with a slogan for the warm-up show. Okay. I'm not sure what that slogan is. Okay, you'll think of it. Yeah, it's like some odd take on sports that I enjoy. What would it be? Alan Jerry, two morbidly obese (laughs) broadcasters. No, 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 no. Morbidly (laughs) obese and morbidly thin. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jerry, we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your official station to talk Brooklyn Nets. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't All right, here we go, midweek. It's a couple minutes after 5 o'clock. Well, almost. Hello, the Eddie Scazarian, Captain Kirk. How do you be? And, of course, across from me, the handsome man, that we all call Al Kyle Dukes. What's up, man? How are you? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, that was an entertaining Monday Night Football game last night. Uh, I was disappointed in the Bills. I thought they were going to be one of these dominant AFC teams. I never know who the Titans are. I think to be disappointed, you probably got to watch the game. I know I didn't. It was on very late. <laughs> I come in very... Jerry, I get here at 1 a.m. and I put the games on. You were not here at replay. 1 a.m. because I was here at 3.52 and you were not here yet. I watched the 14-minute highlights of... And I feel yes. like I watched this entire game. <laughs> I will tell you this. Uh, I kind of like in the Tennessee Titans. They, they might start creeping up on my Fugazi 5. Wait a five. Well, if they're not no. there yet, Jerry, as no. far as we know. First of all, call it properly. I'm, it's Al's fair-weathered fraudulent five list of favorite teams. Let's call okay. it what it is. Now, Fugazi nothing. That's what it's called. That's not allowed. I will not. Mean? I will not stand for that. I will not allow. Well, the Bears are out. The Texans are out. The Titans are out. And the Lions are out. You're not allowed to pick any. That's it. I don't know, Jerry. That gives you 28 teams but to pick from. This is interesting. You got Julio Jones. You got A.J. Brown. You got Derrick Henry. Like, they look like a real football team. As much as I don't want them they to They were be. in the playoffs last year. I know, but I felt like that was a fluke. It was not a fluke. They and are the, a good team. And what are the, like, the Bills, they are who we thought they were during a little wolf talk. First of all, the beginning of this game. The Bills did ver- what very Giants-like behavior, which was go down, march down the field, and kick field goals. Stupid. Yeah. Can't do that. You do I it also, once. After that, it gets becomes... Yeah, you can't do it twice in a row, which I is agree. what they did. And and there's nothing it, worse to me than two good drives, and it's 6 nothing. Always comes back six to... points. Always comes back to bite you it in does. the end. Yeah, it does. And then I was also noticing the Bills, the whole first half, they were, they're a dink and dunk team. 
A lot of these teams are. I know. Even like every play is a fake handoff. Every play. Even like watching Mac Jones on Sunday, who had big chunk plays going into that game. I'm thinking, all right, this is that's all he does is little screen passes, little five yard dink and dunks. And all of a sudden, he opened it up. I was like, wow, who's this kid? That's the league, though, in a lot of ways. Yes. But, like, Josh Allen, every play he's doing the, am I handing it off? Am I not handing it off? Who knows? And then dink, doink, dunk. There's a little dink, doink, dunk. But I guess it does set up the longer plays down the field, which they take a shot a couple times a game. And that with that arm, why the hell wouldn't you? Absolutely. Every time I see Cole Beasley, all I think is that guy's not vaccinated. I know I, I shouldn't think that, Jerry. I still think Cowboys, but okay. I think there's a Cowboys player. Who's not vaccinated playing on the Bills? Yeah, he is. And I wonder if he'd prefer to be on the road than he is at home because he gets booed at home. I'd I'd be afraid to tackle him, Jerry. What if I get the COVID from him? You Even know, though I am vaccinated. They played then a whole what? season last year without it. Oh. Which is still fascinating to me that they got through an entire <laughs> football season last year. Yeah. And they had cases, yes, but not like... Remember when all this started and we had that doctor that came on and I thought the world was over. Right. Remember Doctors Boomer and Jeep? We oh, die. my God. And everything he said, not everything, a lot of what he said turned out to be true. I mean, he was telling us, hey, this isn't going to be over in three months. We could be looking at two, three years. And I remember looking at you guys like, what? what is this? He's so far, he seems like he's right. But I remember thinking, man, if that's the case, how the hell do they play football with spit flying everywhere, you know, at point of attack with the snap or the line of scrimmage? And for, it worked. And so Cole Beasley so far is fine, and let's hope that that is the case. He's oftentimes the receiver on the dink and the dunk. The dink or the dunk or the doink. Not much of a dinker dunker in Dallas, though. More of a slot guy down the middle of the field. I'd say bigger plays, but it's working. Which he still does in Buffalo, but they do a lot of the dinking and dunking. Uh, Julio Jones had an incredible catch. I don't know if you saw this. A lot of people were comparing it to, remember that? Time there was a fly ball and Jose Canseco took the ball off yes, his head. Correct, and it went over for the fence home. for a home run. One, yeah, went for a home run. Well, there, there Can was you a, name the team he was on when that uh, happened. Yes, Tampa Rays. No, the no. Texas Rangers. Oh, right, Jerry, the Rangers. Yeah, that dude was on way too many teams. Was he on the Rays? He was. Jose Canseco played on the Rays. Yes, I don't remember that. Oh yeah, Jerry. We when I was down there, we got all the big players. Yeah, at the end of their careers, yeah. usually, all right? All the losers at the end of their Didn't careers. Didn't Wade Boggs go into the Hall of Fame wearing that stupid yeah. hat? <laughs> we had Wade Boggs, we had Fred McGriff, Jose Canseco. Boy, I don't remember Canseco, though. Anyway. Uh, so this, there was a pass down the sideline. It bounced off the top of a Bills cornerback, went straight in the air, Jerry, and then Julio Jones made an incredible catch on the sideline where he dragged the toe. It reminded me of playing football in the street where you would have to drag your yeah. foot and you'd hit the curb. Well, even but even it's to me it's not surprising because these guys are so good. Even like the Cooper Cup touchdown at MetLife Stadium, I think the one that made it, I think it's the one that made it twenty eight. I forget. Now it wasn't twenty eight because that was the one on the left sideline. But the one near the right pylon where he caught it and just that one two boom and out and got the ball across. It's yeah. just unbelievable what these guys do in fast speed in it's real like, time. It's like schoolyard football. It did, is. You, did you used to play receiver in the street where you drag your foot up against the curb? I enjoyed being the quarterback more, but yes, I did. Did All you right. have curbs where you played? Of course we did. Yeah, that's how you knew. Yeah. And then tripped and probably, you know, face planted. Would you times. would you practice too where you guys yes. would like go and try to throw passes just so you could tiptoe and get a corner pass? I'm not even making this up. Yeah. 
this past Sunday I was doing it. You are. You were dragging In the backyard. Your feet. Yeah. So one thing going back to when Matthew was as probably young as two, I want to say, so I'm going back 15 years or so, we would always go outside on a football Sunday, no more than 20 minutes, and we would have a catch, either in the back or in the front. And that has continued not every Sunday, most Sundays. Now he's too old. He doesn't do it anymore. So I go out with uh, with Joseph. And so 15, 20 minutes before we go in, I got to work on the sideline toe tap. That is true. That you're doing. He's throwing you the ball. He throw, yeah, and yeah. You're, you're toe tapping. I throw him the fade over his shoulder. Oh, that's good. That he catches and he throws me the sideline shot. Yeah, uh, I love the sideline. It's fun. Yeah, I feel like I was always, I was like, I, could, I know I could play receiver in the NFL because I could get my feet down. Jerry. Now, what is this whole thing with Boomer and uh, and uh, Boomer, with Carton and Roberts now? What are they doing? About some football game that they want you to be quarterback or do, they, he doesn't want you to be quarterback? No, some, I guess they're doing some sort of flag football game or something. Okay. And uh, they're drafting people and someone had suggested they draft, that Craig draft me as a quarterback since I, I played in that uh, co-ed league. And then Craig said that I threw uh, interceptions. Yeah, when girls, well, you did. Yeah, when girls don't run the right routes. So you're blaming it on the girls. Yeah, I throw the as a quarterback. I throw the ball where the receiver's supposed to be. You sound like Dan Campbell now. The yeah. receivers have no idea what they're doing. They have no exactly, Jerry. <laughs> I feel like I know Dan Campbell's struggle, <laughs> and it's real. <laughs> and it's real. Uh, the end of this game, though, Jerry, very interesting. So the it Bills uh, drive down, and they could kick. They could easily kick a field goal. Well, first rewind because it looks like Josh Allen has the first down as he runs to the left. And I know I've seen it, and they've got the laser line now. I, he does a dive st- in the air, Jerry. He gets think, spun around. Yes, and I still think it's a first down because as he's spinning the ball, I just don't know how that's not a first down. But, yeah. All right, but it whatever. It, yeah, fine. So you've got fourth and inches. It says fourth and one. It's fourth and inches, Fourth really. and inches, 34-31 game. 20 Let, seconds to 20 go. 20 seconds to go. Bills could kick a field goal. Let's send this bad boy into overtime. Instead, they go for it. And he slips. His right foot slips. As he's taking yeah. the snap, and when he dives when he, forward, when he, he goes nothing. to Yeah, basically when he goes to plant, he face plants. And it's interesting because I think on – guys, teams are going for fourth down all over the place. Yeah. These, this day and age. To, and I, we were talking about yesterday, the Chargers, I don't know what in the hell they were doing. But whatever, Mike McCarthy, another knucklehead. But it's interesting that on fourth and inches, I actually don't disagree with it because that quarterback sneak is such a high percentage. Anything more than a yard, I think you're out of your mind. I know that sounds funny. We're talking about, you know, whatever. But, man, it's just it's unfortunate because he probably gets it if he doesn't slip down. Right. And they don't get it, they lose the game. Yeah, and yeah, no and, overtime, no nothing. And now Buffalo Sports Talk Radio, Jerry, WGR. Killing the coach. They'll be talking about it. I don't know if the they're week. killing McDermott, though. I don't know. I would think a large majority of them probably like it because yeah. you're on the road. It was. I love it. It's a quarterback sneak. He's probably getting it 19 times out of 20. Right. It is what it is. Here's the good thing if you're the Bills, and maybe this factors into the decision. The division stinks. That's true. So what do you have to lose? Right. right. I mean, they're you four got, and two with a two-game lead still. The Jets, they stink, right, Jerry? Uh, yeah. Patriots, not very good. The Dolphins. Stink. Terrible. And then the Bills. Right. You're right. They're running away with the division anyway. So you really what have no – there's no reason not to try it. If you end up winning that game, oh, my gosh, now you're five and one and you feel really good about yourself. And, and you're right, Derek Henry, man. Derek three Henry. touchdown. I mean, the long run. He's he is something. Do you think me, you, and Eddie could tackle Derrick Henry? Yeah, you do. 
Yeah, just grab his the, legs. What would be the style? Grab his legs? He's got tree trunks. Well, I didn't listen. He might give you a concussion if his knee hits our head, but wrap him up around his legs. What if you and Eddie went low and I grabbed his hair yes. from the back and pulled him down? You, I don't even need you to grab the hair. Just go low. Grab the legs. Now, if you try to tackle him waist up, yeah. you might break your neck. What would happen, Jerry, if he's coming at me, right? Open field, I'm the safety, the last guy, and I You'd me, wet yourself. <laughs> me with my weight, current weight, I put my shoulder into his thigh as it's moving. He might break you. Like you <laughs> might you might break your shoulder. I'd have a shattered collarbone. I mean, you look like you're closer to a skeleton than a human at this point. Yeah. You might break. That's what you gotta think about. All these these cornerbacks, they're like thin. But they're strong. Yeah, but but they're Derrick strong. Henry's coming at you. I know that, but they are strong. That's and that's why right. Dion was always self preservation. Yes, he didn't want to go wrap up anybody. He would like give a whiff of a throw your shoulder, and he hate that too. Same with Darrell Rivas here when yes. he played for the Jets. That, that is very true. Always running away from. Uh, that's why the safety is where you unlike, where you look at right. My main man, John Lynch, Jerry. I always go Johnny Lot. You always go John Lynch. Same guys. Both played with passion, Jerry. That's true. Both guys were in on every play. That's a player. George Teague for the Cowboys was the one that went after Terrell Owens and the star. Remember Is that? that? Oh, yeah. When like, those Terrell guys show some grit. Disrespected the Cowboys. Yeah, that's he right. Got, he got shoved right out of the way. Yes, sir. All right, Jerry. Well, unfortunately. So that's the end. Now, I also noticed before we take a break. That's um, Monday Night Football talk. Yeah, I know. It is what it is. It's still the Titans at the end of the day. Yeah, but it was a good game. It was a good NFL game. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't say it wasn't. It was 100%. It came down to the final minute, as a lot of these games do. I took, I mean, I lost. I I picked and bet Josh Allen last night and the Bills. I really thought they would go in and win that game. They didn't, so be it. Did you catch any of the Joe Judge Zoom conference yesterday? When When did this occur? Yesterday. After this is Pat, like the uh, his submarine stuff that was post game, correct? This so this yesterday. was after he had some time to digest. I want to say I around around the somewhere in the three o'clock hour, I think he spoke. I, I did not see any buzz around it. Well, there's no buzz because right. there's not like I didn't even see articles written about it. Um, okay, I saw so I didn't one, see anything. fair enough. It's basically one of these he pulled the old. Um, oh, my God, I'm blanking on his name. Who's the Mets' first baseman? Good Lord. Keith Hernandez. No, Jesus, God. it's not. We're not doing a rocker 80s or oh. uh, MLBers. Uh, Pete Alonso. Remember Pete Alonso when they were str- – I can't believe you just said Keith Hernandez. Um, when they were struggling, I don't know, in August. Yes. And he was like, don't worry, we got this. We got it under control. I mean, he kind of – he didn't say that, but it was basically like, things are going to get better. Yeah, they better. I mean, all right. Listen, I, I okay. They've got the Panthers this week, and as we've all said, there's no Christian McCaffrey, right? No, they it's got just Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson. They got very lucky because if Christian McCaffrey's there, they're losing a hundred percent. You would think that there's a better chance for sure. I think they will win this game, and then they'll go into My another. God, if they don't, could you imagine what it would be like around here? I mean, it's already bad. I might bet them this week. You know, you're not allowed. I, I thought could bet the, the Giants, Giants in the under. You mean bet against the Giants and the under? I yeah. yeah. I don't I'm not very consistent with things. I threw that right <laughs> out the window. But the, hold on. Last week you were basically screaming from the heavens you want consistency in the world. Yes. 
That's true. But you're very inconsistent yourself. In the yeah, I get thrown off with these uh, sports teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to take the Giants. The Giants in the over, and so we're going to get off Giants no, in the under. I got to Giants in the under. You're still going to take the under. Yeah, I don't trust the Giants. Aren't going to score any points. Well, but neither is Sammy Darnold. Who's playing? That's the other thing. Judge Judge has no idea who's playing for the Giants. No, no clue in terms of the Daniel injuries Jones. and everything. Right, well, who's yeah, the wide receivers? But I meant in terms of Galladay and Barkley and guys like that. Like, where are we? No idea. Where are we at? Where we Sterling at? Shepard, is he playing? And think of this. If the Panthers do lose, that'll be four in a row after the 3-0 and start, and everybody was like, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold. Right. What did you, this is what I'm talking about with the Jets. <laughs> yes. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, yeah. we have got something that you guys know. We do it every Tuesday now. It started last Tuesday, and we're going to continue. Oh, maybe two weeks ago. And we'll continue it every Tuesday through the season. We call it Al's Fraudulent Five Fairweather Fandom List of Teams He Likes and Doesn't Like and This Week He Likes. I don't know. I kind of made that up. Uh, 516, we got Boomer and Geo coming up top of the hour. Don't go away here on The Fan. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Travis Barker's got a ton of tattoos, Jerry. We talked about this yesterday. You yeah. see those photos with Courtney Kardashian? But what are we doing? Honestly. Chicks dig that, though. Mm. It's a look, Jerry. But no, no. Time out. You want to get a lot of tattoos, go yeah. for it. I am all for the tattoo. But to tattoo your skull? Yeah. And Listen, you've got to prove you're into it. Do you think... I'm being serious about this. And my my guess is the answer is yes, before we get to our, our weekly feature here. Yeah. Do you think, like... The private region is tatted up? Yes. Probably is, right? Yes. What do yes. you make that look Why like? Would, because otherwise, a tree? It, otherwise, that would look weird. You're nude and you got tattoos everywhere except your private. That looks strange. That's got to hurt like hell, no? I just say, I, I think if I was, uh, you know, not having luck with the ladies, Jerry, <laughs> you would go get tatted if you up. You want to change your entire look? Yeah, no, I hear you. It is intriguing. Like, it's It's cool. And I told Definitely you, I'm cool. all for it. Even though I don't have any, I've come close a couple of times yeah. to getting one. I didn't do it, but so be it. Now I'm 40, so that's enough. But I don't know. There's th- that Those pictures to me, it's too much. I would get tattoos and start smoking because it looks cool. You're not going to start smoking. Uh, you st- yeah, weed. No, cigarettes. Well, why? why not smoke the weed? Marlboro Reds. That, dude, that's out, man. I don't know. You, you vape or the you cool smoke guys? weed. You know what's in weed? Right, but imagine they'd be like, that guy Al, he came back from summer vacation. He's all tatted up and he smokes Marlboro oh, Reds. What are you going to do, Johnny Walker cool. Blue with your Marlboro Reds and just <laughs> hang out at the end of the bar singing lonely songs to yourself, yes. all tatted up, yep. <laughs> and wait for the wait and, for the cougar to walk in? The women will come flocking over, Jerry. Well, and you're 52. You're probably at this point waiting for a divorcee. <laughs> a divorcee? No, I'm not saying I do it at 52. I'm saying if I was a young guy... Who saw that I that things were going in the not oh, so the you're great in your thirties? Things aren't working well. Yeah, things. Yeah, or in my late twenties. I'm not really getting a lot of dates. Yeah, I have a stale look. How is that different than your late twenties? Well, I didn't make a move. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, Jerry. Had I made a move back then, I would have moved along much quicker. Yeah, I mean, listen. I got to know you in your thirties. 
and you had a different girl every year until you finally settled down oh, with Jerry, one. Oh, Jerry, yeah, I was killing it. You were you were kind of doing well. It was my tattoos. My All right, so tattoos. it's 25 after 5. It is Tuesday. Now, we got little elements on this show now. Yeah. Of course, Friday's cool games. Oh, yeah. Thursday is now going to be an NFL 80s baller to an NFL to an 80s rocker. Mm-hmm. And today on Tuesday, we do something. I got to I gotta read this because I'm so confused with what yeah. I called it. Time now, as we're going to count this down to three, two, one, to what we call Al's Fairweathered Fraudulent Five list of favorite teams. Dun, 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 dun. Jerry, what this is, is I'm a fan of many NFL teams, have been my entire life. I went most of my life rooting for the Dallas Cowboys. And you jump ship. Then I went and worked down in Tampa, became so into that team, Jerry, I became a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. Then I came back up here and started working at WFAN, and I thought, you know what's good for business? Rooting for the Giants and Jets. And now it feels like... business these days? (laughs) (laughs) Business is not booming in that (laughs) sense, Jerry, so... I find myself rooting for various teams every week, depending on not only how they're doing, because sometimes teams that lose are on my list, but they're teams that I enjoy rooting for. Perhaps I'll buy a hat or a hoodie. As you have done so in the past week or so for the Chargers. As I have purchased the Chargers hat last year, I purchased the Cardinals hat. So here's my list of top five teams I'm rooting for in order, Jerry. Well, you got to call it what it is. The you got to give us the Fairweathered Fraudulent Five list. Fairweather Fraudulent Five list. These are teams I'm currently rooting for in order. Going into week seven in the National in Football In the National League. Football League. Number one, Arizona Cardinals. Well, that's an easy one. We knew that. Yeah. I mean, they're 6-0. and oh. They've been number one on my list for weeks now. And part of that is Kyler Murray. Yep. And now they don't lose, so they're not going anywhere until they lose. Love Kyler Murray. Love the wide receivers. And admit it, we were wrong about J.J. Watt. Admit it. Definitely wrong. Yes. I had that dude washed up. Yeah. I, I don't, and I, by the way, I'm not even sure if I know what the hell he's doing out there. All I know is he's on that team and they're 6 and 0. And I always see him. That I thought JJ Watt was doing the Emmett Smith Boomer Esiason thing where you roll out there because they've got good golf at the end of your career. <laughs> but no. It does sound lovely. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Hopefully soon that'll be the Alan Jerry thing. Yeah, <laughs> for we'll roll right out there, Jerry. Arizona Cardinals, number one. Number one, the Arizona Cardinals. Number two team, throwback, Jerry, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, there we go. Al's back on the band. Were they on the list last week? They, they were, were on right? the list, yeah, but they so, weren't number two. So no change, okay. They're number two this year. Number three, rooting for the Los Angeles Rams. Love the helmets. Love Matthew Stafford. They score a lot of points. Score They're a lot fun of to points. Watch. Love Cooper Cup. Love yeah. Aaron Darnold. Uh, Donald. Who? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You just call him Aaron Darnold? <laughs> I lose confidence as I'm about to say the name on the air, and then I call them wrong names. He Aaron might be the most Donald. dominant defensive yes. player in the league. Yes, he is, Jerry, which is why they're on the list. Number four on my list, Jerry, staying in Los Angeles, the Chargers. Even I knew you weren't going to take them off the list yet. They're they close. might have dropped, but I knew they weren't off the list. They're close to being off the If they disappoint me again this week, I may not be rooting for and them. And they were awful. They were awful on Sunday. And I just bought a powder blue knit cap for the winter. I know you did. I'm, and you'll still wear it because you like the Chargers. And number five, Kansas City Chiefs. So they are back on the list. Back after on you. The list. Now, who'd you kick off the list to bring them back to the list? Buccaneers are nowhere to be found, Jerry. Interesting. Yeah. Now, why is that? Tom know. Brady threw for a boatload of yards. They won on the road in Philly. I know why. I, I know, know why. I don't know. No, no, no. Someone got his feelings hurt last Thursday because he bet them. 
and they didn't cover. Oh, see. The backdoor right. cover by the Eagles at the end. That was unconscious decision uh-huh. on my point a to keep them off the decision. subconscious decision. Very Gary. interesting. So look at you. So you got hurt by the Bucks financially. They are off your list. Oh, cool changes now coming out on the list. You hear it? Yeah. How about that? We use Time the music being... for... No, that's Friday. Sorry. <laughs> I have a playlist called Show Elements, Jerry. Nice. New Spotify? Yeah. Yeah. And it went right to the next one. Yeah, well, it's continuous. I do like... All right, so there you go. There's uh, Al's fair-weathered, fraudulent list of five teams. Right. All right, fair enough. We'll right, see Jerry. if it changes next week. Now, have we looked at who those teams are playing? No. So the Cowboys will remain on the list because they have the bye this week. Uh, hopefully they remain on the list. I don't know. Well, how my, could they? Well, they were my number two. Change my feeling. You're right. You're how right. could you go from two to off the list? Right. right. I tell you, no. Who's knocking on the door though? Tennessee Titans. Oh, I'm not going to be. Ha- knocking I, on the door. I got to be honest with you. I am not going to be happy with you. Knocking on the door. I am not going to be happy with you. Well, here's a good. Well, you know what's interesting about that? I'm not doing this. I know we have cool games coming up Friday. Yeah. Just a sneak preview. Yeah. Do you know who they play on Sunday? Who? Who are we talking about? The Titans. Titans. No. Who? The Chiefs. Oh. Now, the Chiefs were five, yeah, and the Titans are peeking in. Yeah, they're peeking in. They're knocking on the door. I would tell Ryan Tannehill or Patrick Mahomes, if it's important to you to stay on the Al list, Mm -hmm. win Sunday, baby. Step your game up, as the Raiders would say. I'm surprised no Raiders this week with the way they bounced back and won. Yeah. They're going away. They're knocking on the door as well, Jerry. That's very interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. That's why you got to tune in on Tuesdays. Who knows who's on my list? Well, that's true. I'm telling you, if the the Titans make the list, we're going to have a problem. My social media is so confused, Jerry. You know how they try to, like, get you to uh, purchase things? Like when you go on, like, Instagram or Facebook. You get ads based on what you've searched. It doesn't know what team I'm a fan of. I keep getting things like, do you want Cardinals season tickets? Are you interested in uh, L.A. Chargers, Justin Herbert shirts? Uh, what are your thoughts on a Dak Prescott bobblehead doll? Like, it wants me to buy all these things I'm a fan of. Your next, well, next advertisement is going to say, oh, hell, just buy the NFL Shield logo. <laughs> <laughs> I actually get things for, like, Arizona Cardinals tickets. I'm sure you I'm do. I'm not going to an Arizona no, Cardinals game. No, but here's the thing. They have your email address now. Oh, so, like, right? anytime you buy something from the team or a You're team right. store. So, I get, it's really funny, and you get them. Because I guess it's all automated. (laughs) (laughs) That might look like... Jail? (laughs) Gio has to do the show from home today due to uh, COVID protocols. Yes. We're seeing a shot of what his studio at home looks like. It looks like an interrogation room. (laughs) It does. (laughs) Like I expect him to be handcuffed to that chair. (laughs) And a couple of officers to, you know, a couple of detectives to Holy come in. Holy cow. That's actually pretty funny. Let's dress it up a little bit. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? Big Here's my guess. Light. My guess is at some point, because yeah. he's in the corner of the room, yeah. he will put the plant behind him. Oh, okay. Well, what's that on the wall? See, you know. On, it looks like grease. a frame. Yeah. No, well, no, but to the right of that, there's like a little spot on the wall. I think it's a plug. Um, Where? No, not the that. plug. Above the chair. Oh, yeah, we can't see that in here. I don't know. Don't see it. Well, whatever. So he's coming up coming uh, at 6 o'clock with Boomer. It, uh, what were we talking about? I just had a thought. I lost it. Oh, real quick. So because I've bought tickets to the Dodgers, the Giants. Oh, for vacation. The Diamondbacks, the Phillies, the Orioles. Bought tickets to the Nationals, but we didn't go. All those teams I get, and it happens like within minutes, they put out their ticket blasts. 
And there they come. All within, literally, it's like within 10 minutes of one another. They all do them the same time, yeah. probably, right? Mets, Yankees, I get them all. <laughs> I was like, man, how many more teams do I got? Oh, Rays, I get them. I get the Marlins. So I'm on their list. You're now on every NFL team's list in the NFL. I'm in a lot, a lot of the NFL list. Absolutely, yes, you are. Jerry. Yes, you are. Hmm. So, all right, let's take a quick break. That does it for the fraudulent five at 525. Uh, when we come back, we got more to get to. We talk about baseball, if you'd like. Who knows? Because the Red Sox are winning, winning, winning. And maybe Tony will be right. We shall see. Uh, the warm-up show till 6. Boomer and Geo then on the fan. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, Quiet Riot coming up next break. I can tell you that. It's 20 in front of 6 on the wild side. So they say warm-up show. Until then, we got a big Tuesday program. Boomer and Geo coming up. At the top of the hour. I see this uh, Billy Bean, Jerry. He's out for Mets. He's uh, out. See you. Not he's interested. He's out. So, Goodbye. And then I know we never that, knew you. And then I know that that dude from the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Stearns. Is that his name? Stearns is out. Well, but he wasn't allowed to. I think right, they denied. See, they I, denied th- him. I feel like that's not been fair. Like this this notion. And your your buddy does that every day. Like the Mets are an embarrassment. and want to work for them. It's really one guy that has said no. Right. Billy so Bean. far. Yeah. I mean. We'll see. Right. This Stearns fella, he wasn't allowed to uh, interview. Correct. Which I love. I love, first of all, I see all the time, like, in the NFL, they go, uh, uh, the so-and-so is going to be talking to the Steelers. Why? The, I wouldn't want my guys to go anywhere either. I think they have to if it's for a promotion. You're right. The NFL. Like, you can't hold a guy back. So if you're an assistant GM or, or whatever, an offensive coordinator or, you know, whoever it might be, not an assistant GM, Jack is, uh, an offensive coordinator, and another team wants to interview for their head coaching job, I don't think you're allowed to deny. But you can, if they want to interview for the same position, I think you can say no. And then here, first of all, I'm a little weary of young guys in higher-up positions like this Stearns fella. Yeah. He's like in his 30s. Yeah, but that's kind of where I we're don't... at, though. No offense. How be... do they get to no where offense. they are? No offense. All right. You're kind of old now. No, no, I don't understand that. So Brian but, Cashman, when he took over for the Yankees, was what year? 20 well, years ago? That, that was weird. Right. So it was like Cashman, and there was another young dude, maybe Theo Epstein. Yeah, for sure, when, for when, sure. When, Theo's still younger than me, I think. That's weird. And Theo, the reason why he's not with the Mets by all accounts is he wanted some sort of ownership. Well, get out. Well, what's <laughs> what's the LinkedIn resume look like when you're 32 and you're going to be a GM? How do you get that um, My job? guess would be you start as an intern at 22 and you've been in baseball for 10 years. That's, I mean, honestly, that's probably the track you take. But don't you think there's tons of guys at the Mets and Yankees who've been there for 20 years? They're yes. not being GMs. I think that's Yeah, all these possible. guys in power positions yeah. and boss positions that are younger than you. Yes. Yeah, but again, we're old now. I don't like it. A guy Have 35. you heard from Spike today? Hello? <laughs> what? He's saying Spike is older than, uh, younger than me. Yes. Yeah, but Spike's in his 40s. Right, exactly. This isn't young. That. I don't want a mid-30s guy. I know. I think we have to come a team. To, we have to. Why? Because I don't trust them, Jerry. I don't have a life experience. I think we have to come to grips with the fact that we're not that young anymore. 
And it's, a guy in his mid-30s, That's the those are the prime years. It's like my mother always used to say and do, Jerry, when we would board an airplane. We, we flew a I lot. Know, you my, want the pilot with the gray hair. I get not it. Not gray hair. Salty. White hair. Oh, you want white hair. My mother liked to, when we would board a plane, she would peek into the cockpit. If she wanted the pilot not to be a young guy. Well, now she might fly with a guy that could be her grandson. And not to be an old guy. She wanted a guy who had some life experiences in there, Jerry. If you hit a little turbulence. Your mom wants a pilot that's between 50 and 62. That's what she wants. Now she probably would take a pilot between 45 and 60. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She don't want some guy who's flying for the first time. Well, yeah, but even if he's flying for the first time, he's got a co-pilot there. It's helping him out. It's right. It's not like he's in the doing uh, flying the plane by himself. Has your mom ever got off a plane because the pilot was like thirty-two? No, and she's like, "Who's this child?" No, she hasn't. She's. I got off a plane once. You did. I did. The pilot was too young. No, I didn't like the plane for real. You got a bad vibe. And two, when I went for when I went to see Cowboys Giants, remember? Well, I yeah, I wasn't really working with you at the time. No, I definitely wasn't working with you at the time. It was two thousand seven, eight, whatever it was. That was January of eight, I think. Um, I had on that Friday before I had this wild idea. I'm going to Dallas. This is the best Cowboy team I've seen since I was in high school. Since they were winning, I want to go see them beat the Giants this weekend. That didn't go so well, clearly. But I, the only flight I could get was a connecting flight in Houston. So I land in Houston that Sunday morning at like 9 a.m., I want to say, something like that, and I go to get to my plane, and it's one of these, you know, 20-seaters, and I'm like, I got, I sat down, and the stewardess came over, and it was literally one person. I'm like, I can't take this flight. And she goes, oh, why not? I'm like, I can't get this plane. No. They actually gave me, I want to say, $600 in credit because they overbooked. So they're like, well, you, today's your lucky day because we actually need a couple of people to give up their seats. So I went rented a car and drove. I didn't realize how far Dallas was from Houston. Big mistake. I got in a car and I drove cross state. Hours? Uh, probably like four or five hours. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was far. I didn't realize. I'm like, I'll drive a couple hours to Dallas. I'll go get some lunch and then I'll go to the game. Ha! I got to the game. It was about to start. <laughs> it was kickoff at 3.30. Right, but you got a bad But vibe. I got off the plane because I didn't feel right about the plane. And many people don't know this. That plane crashed. No, shut up. It did not. Will you stop? You had It arrived vision. safely in like 15 minutes oh. as I was just getting out of the airport exit and had four hours of driving ahead of me. What's well, wrong with you? I'm looking for a white-haired <laughs> GM or the equivalent. Well, maybe you'll world. get that. Who knows? Who knows? I don't want a young punk from Milwaukee. What about Zach Scott? Maybe he stays. I don't know who that is. He's the Mets GM. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know How what this would he? be like? All kidding aside, this would this is what this would be like. You being the morning or afternoon drive host at a rock radio station, 1027 WNEW back in the day. Okay. And they decide to put me with you. And then all of a sudden... I'm going to rail on rock music. And then when you ask me, give me a popular guy from the who. Roger Daltrey. I say, who's that? <laughs> and the listening audience is mortified that someone gave me a microphone. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, this Led Zeppelin crap. It's enough already. We want some new music. That's like you with the old sports. We want new. That's and th- really the same thing. And then I'm seeing these articles, right? They're like, the Mets options are dwindling. Well, how many... 
people are qualified for this job. Of course, there's well, I think every, to begin with. I think every assistant GM is probably qualified for a promotion. And there's one on every team, assistant GM? I would certainly think so, yes. I did see a name that popped up yesterday again. Who? Mike Chernoff. I saw that on a list to go pry away from the Indians. Is that right? Yeah. Or the Cle- what are they going to be again? The the Avengers, the Guardians, what are they going to be? The Cleveland Guardians, is that right? Sure, yeah. I think the Guardians next year is going to yeah. be a name. And that would be perfect because I know it would be awkward for Mark Chernoff's son. <laughs> Imagine Boomer taking aim at him now. <laughs> to get beat up on the air sure. every day at a sure. station his dad is running. Yeah. But now that Mark is gone, now it's perfect timing. As he's retired. He's not gone. Retired. Yes. Exactly, Jerry. So, yeah, I would say perfect the timing, timing would be good. Maybe that happens. Who knows? That would be an interesting hire. How do we make that happen? Because that he, seems cool. That's a person I've heard of. He's younger. Yeah, I don't I don't know. You'd have to call Cleveland and see what do you want from Mike Chernoff because I think he's under contract. <laughs> do you think I, if I called the Cleveland switchboard, who would who would I ask for? The owner? If you call the Indians? Yeah. Um, I call them the Guardians, Jerry. Yeah, well, I think if you did call for the owner's office, that you probably would get the secretary. Yeah. I would get through to somebody? I think you would. A person. I think you would. You're not going to get through to him because you know, like, or her. You're you going to get the office, though. I guarantee you there are people that have called the New York Giants front office with the start they have. Yes. Do, do those people get through to a human being, or is it like they they move you around in these phone menus? It's kind of like when people call here to complain. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. I mean, I don't know. Where you think I they just you? get yelled at and hung up on like they do here no, when they call? No, I mean, when people call for Spike or for Chernoff back in the day, you would send them back to Caitlin's office. That's true. That's very professionally done. Yeah, of course it is. You got to expect if you're calling to talk on Hi, the Can air. I talk to Mr. Paul Dolan? Who's that? That's the owner of the Indians. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. Hold on, sir. You got to do it like this, though, Jerry. You get, Don't do it in that voice. You'll never get through. You got to go. Well, like, it's your voice. <laughs> Paul Dolan, please. You could do As that. If you're a friend. Yeah. Well, I don't. As a friend? No, I'm saying you, you, you're you presenting yourself just in the way that you ask. I bet you if you make that call at 830 this morning, you will get, get a through, person. Not to him. You'll get to his office. A person. Yeah, I think you will. They're not going to hang up on you. No, I just don't feel like I feel like I would just keep getting going through phone menus. Mm, we'll see. Why don't you try it at 830? I, I'm going to try to call the Giants because I know those lunatic Giant fans. Yeah. I know they call. John Mara, please. <laughs> I have heard of stories where John Mara is very good with back in the day of returning mail. Yeah. And he would write he would write you back. Well, Mark Chernoff would. I see Spike yeah. doing it as well. These crazy listeners, they write to them, they write them back. If you do it the right way, you'll get a response. Doesn't he fight with people on Twitter? Our he, boss? Spike? Like yeah, sometimes. Every, like everybody. Yeah, he doesn't but really fight he, with them. But again, he's, very, he's very good-natured on Twitter. He is, and I saw a few of them yesterday. They're just vile. The people that are to him. I just not disgusting him. human beings. He's not vile back. No, he's not. No, no. He takes the high road. He does. In most cases. But it's just like, what is wrong with people? Oh, whatever. You know, I have a whole calendar about it. So That's true, Jerry. <laughs> you have a whole calendar about what is wrong with people. Oh, man. Anyway. Uh, Jerry, are you aware that uh, I, I wanted to play this for you? Let me get it. Cue it up. Kyle Schwarber's Grand Slam? No, no, no. This oh. is a, this is a tribute, Jerry. I wanted to do a tribute. To who? Um, uh, 
Hold on. I should have gotten this earlier. Yeah, that's usually show prep because we've got, you're running out of time here. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it, Jerry. Hold on. Oh, this. uh, You know, we lost an engineer here at WFAN. Yeah, I know. His name is Mr. Jim Pierce. Very sad about about that. Passed away, Jerry. Uh, As Funhouse back after this guy uh, posted the video, I wanted to play this as a tribute. This was uh, Mike fighting with Jim Pierce. And this is uh, what Jim Pierce is known for in in our world, Jerry, if uh, I play this, this is a Mike and Chris yes. on a remote. Things were not going well, and the Mike fights with the engineer. May he rest in peace. That they would have never lost. They would have never, uh, never. Uh, Jimmy, we hear. Hey, we're hearing Eddie. Eddie we're, be careful now. We hear you on the air. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're hearing Eddie on the air while he's talking to the control room. Okay, on the air. It, it's never you, Jim. I'm just telling you, I hear Eddie on the air. Okay, that's what I'm just let me tell him that I hear him on the air. Okay, I know it's not you, Jim, and it's not Eddie on the air, except I hear him on the air. Okay, so uh, Eddie, you're on the air. So I'm just telling you, be careful what you're saying. So it's not you though, but it, it's, you're on the air. Okay, so I mean, Jim. Hey, Jim, calm down. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Just doesn't tell me he's not on the air when I can listen to him, okay? But anyway, the scenario with the railroad. Right. The bottom line is that if he they had done that out. then, they never would have lost the NBA team here. I've, I've always felt that. <laughs> Jim, I just heard everything you just said on the air, okay? Okay. The mic shouldn't be on. Turn it off. You work in engineering or not? Turn... Hey, he, if one for TV, we wouldn't be on the air, Jim. Oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> And what's great about that is Mike was wrong the whole time. It wasn't on the air. It was, it was in his headset. Air, right. Yes. was in his ear. And the mic should have been turned down. But it is what it is. But that was... Jim Pierce did um, did Columbia games with me. Is that right? Yeah. Really good dude. Really good guy. I don't know if I had ever had any run-ins. In, in the beginning, when when I used to do remote broadcasts, I used to be very uh, hyper during them. And I would probably fight with engineers as well. You? But I've calmed down over the no. years. No. You're kidding me. It's never you, Jim. I find that hard to believe. May Jim rest in peace. Jerry. And by the way, yes. in that matchup, give me Jim. Oh, yeah. He was uh, an older fellow who could beat you He up. could scrap. Very, oh, very sad when um, when Steve told me that the other day. Yes. So, all right. Well, on that down note, let's take no, a break. On that down note, we had fun. Sad, we played though. fun audio. Yeah. Okay. Fun for you. The guy passed He away. left a legacy, though, Jerry. Yes, like I... you said, a lot of us don't leave a legacy. He left You've a mark. You said that. He left a mark. Yes, he did. Let's take a break. Amy Lawrence will leave a mark. We have an Odyssey Sports Minute talking about the Monday Night Football game. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Could you do a standing block chop? Uh, no. That no. looks like it takes a lot of strength. Probably get a lot of blisters and calluses, oh, too. All right, we got another minute to go. We got Boomer and Geo coming up top of the hour. Uh, what happened last night? The Titans won as they held off the Bills. The Rangers won last night, and the Red Sox were up 2-1 on the Astros. Jerry, the Bengals were in Detroit this past weekend, and one of their linemen, Jackson Carmen, took to Twitter on Saturday and said, hey, I'm looking for a place here in Detroit to go to dinner, get something to eat Saturday night. People recommended Eminem's new place, Mom's Spaghetti. Oh, yeah. Made him sick. For real. That's what he's claiming. He wow. was throwing up on the sideline on Sunday. How about that? He says it was from the restaurant. Well, maybe there was some bacteria in the sauce. He's going to wind up in an Eminem wrap. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, spaghetti. Jerry? Yeah, how about that? That, uh, you know, he's claiming mom's spaghetti. But I thought that sick. place was nothing more than a takeout joint. Uh, there are a couple little few seats, Jerry. It's oh, a lot of takeout. Are. Yeah. Huh. Maybe he was going to be by himself and uh, wanted to go somewhere, just took it out and brought it back to the uh, hotel. Detroit could be another city I may never see again. I'm never going to Detroit. 
You didn't go for the, for the Super Bowl? No, oh, no, that was 05. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.